The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. More than 90% wants the red pill. I'm not going to be yelling at you guys. I'm going to give you guys the red pill in style. Because I used to give the red pill really yelling, yelling, yelling. You guys are going to feel quite terrible about yourself. But since this is red pill, rightfully so. You might say like, why? Well... If you end up doing something, right, that has very bad side effects or consequences to others, then you deserve to feel bad, right? I mean, that's how you learn not to do it again. If you're a kid, right, and you punch a puppy, then it's good that the puppy, you know, retaliates and you get bitten or whatever and you have pain. So you know, I don't punch the puppy because if I punch the puppy, me punching the puppy has actually, you know, consequences. And that's the beauty of life. No matter how much you crawl into your little hole, no matter how much you lie to yourself, reality always comes straight up the anus. Whether you like it or not, you cannot run away from reality. And that's the beauty. That's what I like about it. Actions have consequences. And the faster you get smacked in the face, the faster you learn. Because little do you know, most of you guys that live in an experience bubble where it's always about how you feel. When you don't get confronted with your shitty lifestyle or shitty habits, Reality has to punch you in the face. And the sooner it does, the less damage. But hey, I want to give you guys a little metaphor. You guys have even parents, right? Brothers, sisters. You guys have. Some of you guys even have kids. I want to ask you guys a little thought experiment for you guys to spice up how you go about life. You're playing games. Imagine right now, you're watching my stream. You don't want to miss out. The vault is going to get deleted. You want to watch the stream. What do you hear? Imagine you have a basement and you hear a kid being stuck in it. You gotta find the key, go to the door, open the door, it's a bit rusty, takes too much fucking effort. Do you let the kid starve to death in your basement? Or do you go through the effort to save it, to open it up? You didn't put the kid there at all. Ah, no, of course not. He got himself there, you don't know how, but you have the ability to go and free him. A little quest, right? But it requires quite some effort. Do you do it like people like? I mean, of course, you guys say like, yeah, well, you think I'm a murderer? No fucking way. Of course I do it. I'm responsible to go and open the fucking door, find the key and get the kid out. I don't get let a kid die in my fucking basement. You crazy a thing. Is that your red pill a thing? What if it takes quite some effort? The stream is really good. The stream is really good. Really nice, nice experience. You know, you're smoking a nice blunt. Maybe you're rubbing one, whatever. You're really having a good, great time. You're going to go and open the door, find the key, break your flow. Of course, Athene, I'm not going to let a kid die, you fucking insane. So you wouldn't mind going out of your comfort zone to open the door in your basement. Why? You didn't put the kid there. Why is it your responsibility? Imagine, you know, nobody would know that a kid is there that you knew. Just assume you didn't know. Whatever. Gets to keep you watching what you're watching, right? So like, no, man, Athene, I cannot relate with what you say. I cannot identify with what you say. I'm sorry, Athene. This red pill shit doesn't make any sense. What are you saying? Okay, let's say that kid is now on the other side of the street. It's not in your basement. It's in front of your door. Nobody is around. Kid falls. Head, face against the ground. Smack blood all over the place. Needs to go to the hospital. You see it through your window. Can't find your phone. Can't drive him to the hospital. What do you do? 
Do you let the kid die in front of your street? Or do you go to the effort? Some of you guys might already start questioning and thinking like a teen, I don't know, this or that. It becomes already a little bit more vague, you know? It's a bit harder. Although, it's always the question, how much do you have to go out of your comfort zone? So now let's say the kid is on the other side of the street. Now let's say the kid is in another country. How much do you want to go out of your comfort zone to save a life? Funnily enough, scary as well. These kids that you're talking about, they could be your little brother, your little sister, maybe even your own child. And the reason why I'm saying this, the reason why I'm giving this little simple thought experiment is because we are in a time where we look at the past and look at the atrocities that other people do or did to each other and blame and judge it. While we are in a spot where with the proper knowledge which I'm giving you guys right now, you could almost argue that what you're doing is worse. You might say like, Athena, I don't believe you. That's not true. I'm not killing people. I'm just not taking action. Okay, you're not taking action. Kid in your basement, you're just not taking action. When are you responsible and when are you not responsible for other people? Who defines that? The people around you? Because if the people around you defines what is right and what is wrong, you go back 200 years and it was fine to kill slaves. It was fine to beat them up. You go back 70 years and it was fine to gas Jews within, you know, a certain environment, territory in the, on the planet. Yet, if you think about it, it was not fine at all. It was wrong. So then because other people say, oh, this is against the law or this is for the law, that it is good or bad. What is good or bad is not defined by some guy telling you what is good or bad. It's defined by your own moral compass, your own understanding. And that is why this is a red pill. Because if you understand that these kids that are dying in your basement, these theoretical kids, are actually right now dying in Africa. And it costs you a lot less effort to save them than really going around the key or whatever. The only thing you got to take aside is your comfort or the extent you go out of your comfort. I'm not even talking about meat eaters. Meat eaters is also something crazy. You just have to change your diet and you avoid genocide of billions of animals. Yet you don't care. The kid in your basement, hey, 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 hey. Because subconsciously, you're pinging to other people. People would think I'm a murderer if I would do that. It's socially accepted to be almost a, a criminal in a certain regards. It's socially accepted to be a criminal when you look at it, not from a law perspective, but from a just pure, consistent perspective. In many regards, it's fine to be a criminal nowadays, today. Laws change and come and go. But true consistency, the consequences of your actions, you don't need a law to define or dictate what is right or wrong. You know that yourself. All of you guys know it. And we know that if we take what is right and wrong, we do it to ourselves from within. Not only would the world be a better place, but, you know, we would just be more consistent and aligned with reality. I'll give you guys a really nice example. I already talked about it in the past, the trolley experiment. It's something that philosophers love to ramble about. It's basically, you know, you have a train and you have a switch. And when you switch, it goes to another rail that it kills one person. If you don't pull the switch, it goes straight up and kills five people. What do you do? It's like this ethical columnrum, you know, is the act of killing one person and saving five worse than the inaction of killing five and not saving one. That's basically the thought experiment. And philosophers love to discuss about that and find ethical explanations, this or that. But the thing is, the reality, it is worse. We live in a world where it's never been so easy for you guys to make a life, to literally change the lives of other people, save lives. Never been so easy. Today's trolley experiment is a lot more cynical, a lot more grim. It's not like you pull the lever and you kill one person and you save five. No, no, no. 
It's how much effort do you want to go through to pull the lever to save 10, 20, 100,000, 10,000 people. And yet we are stuck in our little bubble trying to think we're good or whatever the fuck. While in essence we are just inactive killing machines. I think that's a nice way of putting it. Our lifestyle goes at the cost of so many lives. Animals and humans. Every day. And it's so easy to change it. It doesn't even require so much effort. It's not even that there is a scarcity. There is enough for everyone. There is enough food for everyone. There is enough health care for everyone. Greed. Greed. Comfort. Laziness. Thinking about these things and reflecting on these things. And don't say like, oh, Africans, there's too many kids, this and that. Like, no, man. Do you know that saving lives, saving children's lives, actually reduces the world population? Because families take less kids when they know their children will survive. It is in societies and cultures where a lot, the child mortality is really high, that people have a lot of babies. There's a lot of signs around it. So don't come up with any rationalization, this or that. Just face the fact that you could literally save lives right now. Instead of watching this stream, watching me playing some stupid video games, you could actually do something good in your life. Contribute to other people's lives. If we start looking at each other more as equals, rather than having these warped social condition concepts to say, this one is good, this guy is bad, right? Which is eerily similar to what happened in the past. There's no such thing, this guy is good and this guy is bad. We're all humans. We're all equal. And the moment we start looking at each other more like brothers and sisters and true family, because that's what we are. We are one big true family. The more we start realizing that all these concepts that we create and hold on to is just to justify that little experience that is maybe a little bit more comfortable. And then for what? Most of you guys are even not that happy at all. Not fulfilled. Lonely as fuck. The prize that the world pays for your inactivity, for your ignorance, is insane. It's never been that big. Because the difference you can make has never been that big either. You guys can make such a big impact in the world. So much, but yet make bullshit excuses because you can get away with it. Facing that reality, looking in the mirror and facing that reality, it's it's quite hard. But then you just forget about it because your awareness is very small. But you're screwing yourself over. The world screws itself over. It's a very uh, cancerous way of going about life. Because life is about cooperation. It's about backing each other up. Just like the cells in your body. You think if all your cells in your body would go in fighting each other, that you'd even be able to stand up, you'd just drop dead instantly. We constantly go against what we are, all the time. Because we have certain beliefs we are attached to, that certain people told us this is how it is. And because we don't even take the courtesy to start thinking for ourselves. Start thinking critically and say like, what am I doing? Is this actually right? Is this good what I'm doing? So much damage, for what? If you have your own child or your own little brother or sister or your parents or whatever, if you would just try to put yourself in the perspective of losing your brother or child and and know that you could have done something about it, you wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Yet, these brothers and sisters are right now dying for no fucking reason. When you look up how people die for nothing, for less than a dollar, kids die. Because they didn't have like some nutrition or whatever. You might say like, yeah, like they shouldn't have kids. It's a very uh, narrow-minded way of looking at things. You know, South Korea, if you go 50 years ago, was a developing country too. We go rise above these issues and tackle them. That's what binds us. That's what makes us less scarcity and more abundance. That's the beauty of technology. But yet, all this technology, what does it make you do? Be stuck in your own little echo chamber, listening and hearing what you want to hear day in, day out. The truth 
You think you're immune to the truth. Little do you know that reality hits you in the face either way. You, we can deny climate change, but that doesn't change that, you know, the temperature keeps going up and up and up. Water levels keeps rising. More and more storms. You can want as much as you want in your denial, but for what? What do you gain out of it? Because it's just a little bit easier right now? It ain't even so hard. That's the fucking scary thing. You don't even have to sacrifice that much to be such a better person. And yet you're sitting here, watching this stream, wanting to get your other kick of entertainment. That's it. And after this one, you go to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. Screwing your own life and the life of others over. You're not even happy. You're not even fulfilled. It's really sad. Then you hope that I'm going to come here with a solution. With some real talk, telling you guys, oh, this is that. You guys deep inside know what to do. You got to stop making bullshit excuses and start acting, growing up, manning up. That's what you got to do. That's where true commitment comes from, true integrity. It doesn't come from just trying to run in circles and say like, I can't, I can't, it's bullshit. If tomorrow you're dropped in Syria, right, and you got to survive, then suddenly you can do anything. The only reason why you can't is because you allow yourself to not do it. Because you have the choice, you take the choice to not doing stuff. It's not someone else's fault. It's easy to point fingers. Taking action, starting to get up and stop being a, a slave to your own impulses. Starting to take things into your own hands. And just think. Put the effort in it. Work. That's how you make progress. Move forward. But no. We love to pity ourselves. It's easier. We have grown up. Learned that that's how it works. You go back a few generations. And if you just pity yourself. You wouldn't even have food on the table. It doesn't work. So you stop doing that shit. You go actually on the field. And you go and you do your job. Because if you don't. You starve. We live in a society where people are spoiled. The reality is you guys are spoiled. So many of you guys are so spoiled, to the bone, at the price of so much. So much lives, so much misery, so much pain, suffering, for no reason. For an experience that is coming and going, that is floaty, that is not even that great. You guys ain't even that happy. Kids dying, animals dying, getting slaughtered, suffering, just so you can, you know, have that little temporary moment of enjoyment that just fades away again. And it's left behind with full emptiness. Maybe that's karma in a sense, you know. Paying the price for your own irresponsibility, lack of action. And finally, the change is right in front of you. You know, back in the days, I sometimes think, right, what is the difference between me and other people? Because I know on a fundamental level, we're all truly the same. Obviously, there's a lot of social conditioning to it and such. But even in each religion, in each country, in each community, there is people that really care about doing what is right. And there's people that just try and be parasites. And some people sometimes change from being a parasite to someone that cares. The answer is in yourself. Making a difference is in yourself. This entire potato approach of life, it's not working. You guys ain't that happy. It's not working for you. It's not working for the planet. That's the scary thing. You don't need years of real talk or self-help to change. You need to make a choice right now. And every day you don't make that choice. It's not an excuse to say like, oh, I can't, I can't. No, it's not. It's actually just sad. Sad for the world and for you. And you guys know it's true. You guys fucking know it's true. So yeah, that's some red pill material. Because everything I say on the real talk is very, very nice and shiny. But the consequences of your inaction daily, it is grim. It's very grim. The world is already doomed. Can't do much about it. That's such a bullshit. Now the excuses come. You want some red pill answers when people say shit like that in the chat? 
Let me put you in a situation where you're starving. And then come to you and say, the world is already doomed. Can't do much about that. You say like, yeah, but this room is filled with, with food. I'm sorry, man. The world is already doomed. It's very easy to be in your little bubble, an ivory tower, where you have everything working for you. And just look outside with people starving and just go like, the world is doomed. While you're eating and while all your needs are satisfied. It's easy. It's so ignorant to say these kind of things. The world isn't doomed. Don't use other people as a justification. That's not how you bring change, positive change, at all. Positive change comes from going against the status quo and providing something better, a better framework, just like your ancestors did for your rights and freedoms you experience right now. Sometimes uh, more peaceful, sometimes less peaceful. It's very easy eh, to make excuses and go like, yeah, can't do anything about it, until you are in that shit spot. And then you scramble. You know that the effort you have to go through to make a huge impact to lives on the other side of the world. It is completely surreal. Do you know that? I'll give you guys a simple example. When I went to Ethiopia, right, there was a mother that was just carrying, what was it like, wheat? Not weed, wheat. And selling it every day, right? And she was stuck. Her child couldn't go to school. She had to work and help her with it. I gave the mother 200 euros. I also made a video about it because I also talked to people there, right? And they said, like, this 200 euros would make the kid go to school allow the mother to start buying things and selling things that are from a higher social class would just completely elevate her social class completely. And not because she's lazy and sitting on her ass. Like we have these very simple stereotypes. Oh, people in Africa are lazy. No, that's not true at all. Do you know why people in Africa die? They don't die because they're lazy. They die when there is a very strong, you know, drought and suddenly there is no rain and they can't go on the field and get crops. That's when they starve. It's not because they're just sitting on their ass. SFD says, your actions make me dislike everything you support. That's why I'm giving less and less shit about kids in Africa. You are actively supporting what you try to stop. Stop invading our space. Are you actually serious? First of all, let me tell you something. I said if people want the red pill and they said 90, more than 90% yes. And now you're being triggered because I'm confronting you guys with the reality. This is very sad what you're doing there, man. It's really sad. You're trying to, you know, like what, invading your space? Are you literally talking about invading your space? It's like you're responsible for the consequences of your actions. It's like literally you go back 200 years, right? A slave tries to fight back for his land and you say you're invading my space, yo. You can't say that shit. That's fucking insanity. You're not entitled to what you have. This sense of entitlement at the cost of anything around you is a very destructive mentality. It's extremely destructive. It's unbelievable that you can type this stuff and actually, I don't even know. I wonder if you're just a troll because this is just crazy. How can you be so entitled to what you got to the point where you damage your environment, you damage other people, you damage animals and you're still there like my space, my like your freedom, right? Your freedom and your space and all your luxuries are only the result because it is aligned with reality. If you break down or burn down your house, you don't have a house anymore. You cannot think within your own echo chamber. You have to have this channel, this honest relationship with reality. You can't just be irresponsible and assume, oh, that is fine. I mean, that's not what maturing is. That's not what being an adult is. It's very spoiled and very narrow-minded. Maybe you don't like me saying these things, but it is what it is. It's not about agreeing with me or disagreeing with me. You know your inaction has consequences. You know that. All of you guys know that. That's the basic foundation of what pattern recognition is, of life itself. It's being able to measure the consequences of your actions and the extent to which you're sure or less sure 
you trust these patterns more or less. It's just how it works. But you guys all understand that actions have consequences, all of you. So when you say stuff like that, like a thing, it's your fault that I care less about kids in Africa. Like, are you, like, what are, what are you saying? I mean, you don't even get through me, you know, when you say stuff like that. I don't even get angry at you. If that was your goal, at least, you know, you're supporting the kids for one dollar at a time. I'm just saying it how it is. No life, I says, I do what I do because the world is deterministic and I have no choice. Actually, that's not true. The world is probabilistic. Science shows that everything is probabilistic. So when you say, like, the world is deterministic, that is not true. This actually goes against our understanding of reality. What I also know is that when I say these things that are quite confrontational, the red pill, you have the automatic knee-jerk reaction to basically joke around to deflect or to try and get to me or turn the tables, but it doesn't really work. You can try it, though, but it doesn't work. Guilt has been exploited to strip people of their money since forever. Way too bad. First of all, it's not about stripping your money into giving it to charity or whatever. It's about the actions you take day in, day out. Because your actions are worth more than your money. Even in political campaigns or whatever, you putting your effort in campaigning or whatever has a lot more impact than you just donating to a candidate, first of all. Secondly, money is also an entitlement. We live in a world where we assume it is okay that one person can own more than two countries or five or ten countries. We think that is fine because he earned it. Why? Because he worked hard? There's people working in mines 16 hours a day for no pay. They work a lot harder. We have this completely warped idea of the reality. And we are entitled to these concepts that are just spoon-fed by the intersubjectivity. It's actually quite insane. It's very insane. And then you might counter it by throwing another. So you're a commie. You're a communist. It's like, it's very simple. It's very, the way people's worlds work most. It's very simple. It's like you hold on to a concept, binary, and you throw another concept. You don't even think for yourself and think, is it actually fine that there is hundreds of millions of people starving? Well, it doesn't even take so much effort to solve the problem. I'm going to give you guys another example, a nice one. This is really another crazy example. I know people are going to rage, but I like it. It's red pill time, right? You guys voted for it. Immigration. When Syria got bombed, right? Which is a result of the invasion of Iraq, because everything ripples. Which is a result of Europe and the US actually going for oil. It's not for bringing democracy. You guys already know that. Under fake assumptions as well, on top of that, was not even true. Ripples created ISIS that got weaponized by the US, created complete conflict in Syria, a country that was quite developed. Syria was actually quite developed education-wise and everything. It just got torn by war because of, you know, Russia agenda, US agenda. They had different agenda. Assad was more pro-Russia than pro-US, so they just created this entire, like, uh, like, there is so much you can read about this shit. It's not the first time. Same with Iran. Iran used to be a democracy. CIA removed that. And you might say like, yeah, but that's not my choice. That's the government. Crazy thing is that as much as you say it's the government, it's the government that is the fault. If the government wouldn't go and exploit other countries, their BNP would be a lot lower. People would be more poor, more social inequality. It's easy to rally people up with fear. We think like, oh, war, war, we're all against war, we're all for peace. Bullshit. When it's about you or someone else, when that is the narrative that is imprinted or conditioned in your head that you don't have enough, you go on to war, whatever. Think like, oh yeah, just, just blame, put them and say they are the bad guys. Do some fake propaganda, done. You know what's crazy? Because this is not the crazy part. The crazy part is we are responsible ourselves 
for tearing apart a country that was quite well on its part to become more and more like just a European country. Syria was quite well. You can look it up. People run away. They run away because they're getting bombed and killed. And first when we see a kid on the beach, we go like, oh, so sad. Let them in. And then when we have some stories in the media to say illegal aliens or whatever, we make them sound like monsters, even though these cases are very small, not so many at all. We just go like, don't let them come. Close the borders, close the borders. Do you know that the surplus of Germany's economy because of their policy, what was it? Half a trillion dollars? Do you know what that was? It was because of them having open borders. So even though it benefited all Germans, right? It benefited the economy. Still yet people are still bigots. Thinking like, hey, they're all criminals. They're coming. Terrorists, terrorists. It's fucking insane how the ignorance of humanity is insane. And you will have so many people come and argue. And you know what's really crazy? If I would be a politician, right? I would have to close the borders. Even though I know it's better for our economy. It's more humane. I would have to close them. Because if I don't, I wouldn't make the next elections. The world upside down. Even though I'm partially responsible, co-responsible. People running away. For what? For oil, energy resources. It's so fascinating. I, I simplified it a little bit. But you guys get the gist of it. It's really, the more you know, really, the more you know, the more you're just yeah, disgusted by how things are. But that's the thing. A lot of frustration in the chat. Do you guys know that your frustration, right, does not originate from me not pointing out facts, but from you getting confronted with your own hypocrisy? That is the red pill. The red pill is rather than me just riding your waves, right, to make everything sound nice. It's just me confronting you with your own hypocrisy, putting a mirror in your face. I spent every single moment of the day to try to make the world a better place. It's very hard to judge me. It's really hard. Although that's the common way of doing stuff. Someone points out a flaw, you point a flaw to them. Quid quo pro. I'm not perfect, you're not perfect, it's fine, I just keep doing what I'm doing. It's hard to do that with me. I'm one of the biggest philanthropists on the internet. Raised more than $23 million for child newborn survival programs. Every day putting my effort in trying to have a bigger impact in the world. Every single day. And then suddenly it's like, okay, Athene, you're selfless. Label me. Label me. What about the 40 people here? Well, now it's a cult suddenly. It's very easy to push it away, right? And people get more and more angry, more and more angry. That's the thing with the red pill. The red pill makes you angry, not at me, at yourself. It makes you very angry. It doesn't even affect me. You know, back in the days, I got really angry. When I spill out the truth, I got really angry when people were denying it in the chat. Now, I don't even care because I understand it. You guys understand. You know what I say is true. Trying to shield it off, shield it off. Don't let it come to your comfort zone. Your comfort bubble is too precious. Hey man, I just came to this stream. I just voted the red pill because I thought it was good for the lulz. But now you're going a bit too far. I'm not feeling comfy anymore. I'm telling you, the discomfort you experience is nothing. Nothing compared to the suffering that your inaction is causing on a daily basis. Nothing. Your little comfy experience that is a little bit less is nothing. And you know what is really the crazy thing? If you confront yourself with that and you start doing something about it, you will be more happy and more fulfilled. Think people here are unhappy? People here are fucking fulfilled like crazy. Subscribe to youtube.com slash Athene wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash Athene live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.